Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to another episode of Travel Times here on Trundle Bed Tales. My name is Sarah Utoff, and I am your host. And we're going to be talking hopefully today to Pam Stover, who I am a little late calling, but I hopefully that's hey. her. Are you there, Pam? <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm here. Great. Uh, and I'm sorry I'm a little late, but I went to no restart problem. my computer, and the thing decided it had updates, so I had to move computers. <laughs> Oh, no. But we're here now. So uh, before we get going here, let me do just a little bit here of housekeeping. But if you hear that sound, which is the noise made by washing metal plates in a metal wash tub on the stove... Then you know it's time for a little housekeeping. And here on Trundlebed Tales, our housekeeping means giving you the information you may need about the show. If you ever want to listen to an episode live, but you don't want to just stream it through the computer, you can call in at 714-242-5253. That's 714 714- Two four two five two five three or toll free one eight seven seven six three three nine three eight nine. That's toll free one eight seven seven six three three nine three eight nine. You can also use those same numbers to call in and ask a question and otherwise be on the show. Just make sure that you hit one when they ask you to so the little symbol comes up and I know you have a question so that you want to talk. Anytime you're streaming an episode, you can also join in the chat room. Unless there's some technical issue, I always open it up. And that is about uh, ending up our uh, housekeeping for today. So, Pam Stover is here with us to talk about Broadway. So, tell us just a little bit about yourself, Pam. Well, I'm an assistant professor of music education at the University of Toledo, and I absolutely love musical theater. So, um, I go to Broadway or the West End whenever I can, and I try to see local, local shows as well. But I also like to see other things like opera and orchestra concerts or um, organ recitals because I'm an organist, and those you usually don't have to get tickets for. Or if you do, it's not, it's not particularly expensive. But um, my big love is to go to New York and to see as many Broadway shows as I possibly can for as little money as I possibly can. Well, that sounds great. Just This isn't one of the questions that I told you I was going to ask, but have you seen Beautiful yet? The, no, I haven't. It's on, it's on my list. Uh, Paul Anthony Stewart, who is like my favorite actor right up there and an all time, probably in the top five of all time, but 
I love him, and he's in there right now. So you will have to let me know if you get to see that one. That'll be great, yeah. Uh, So did you always have a goal to get to go see a Broadway production? Did you know that was a thing you could do even when you were a kid? Not really, because I grew up in a really small town, and I remember – I think the first Broadway show that I saw was at the local high school and they did Annie Get Your Gun. And I just thought it was the most glamorous thing on the planet. And, you know, here it was in a small town gym. And um, then I was in several musicals in high school and I was in um, the music man at at Iowa State when I was a student. And I just have a love for theater, but I'd rather be in the audience than on stage. It's really fun to be on stage, but um, it can, it, it's a lot of preparation. Right now, my job is way too busy to be on stage for anything. <laughs> what did you, did you play in the music band? Oh, I was one of the Shapoopy Troopy girls. Ooh, so I, was, I used to be a dancer. Yeah, most people don't know that. And <laughs> um, I also was in the community when we had a uh, some kind of a sesquicentennial or a Bicentennial or some kind of a celebration in West Des Moines. I was in the community theater production of that one. And in that one, I was a pick a little talk little lady because I can um, sing fast. <laughs> that is a fun song. Well, they're both fun songs. There isn't a bad one in the music, man. <laughs> um, so what are some of the shows that you've gotten to see over the years on Broadway? Oh, gosh, just about everything. Um like I said, if you if if I go for three or four days and I see five or six shows, you know you can knock off quite a few at the time. But I've seen Wicked um, with opening cast, and then just last year I saw it again. I had um, lottery tickets for both, so they've just changed to a digital lottery, so you don't have to stand outside, but they still have the outside one. I just I'm glad that we're doing this show because I looked it up and I said, my goodness sake, so many of these shows are doing digital lottery tickets, so. For, I think it was $25 10 years ago, and it was $30 this last past year. Um, you get front row tickets, and those are technically um, partial view because you have to raise your head up just a little bit to see the whole stage, but it's really quite comfortable, and they're excellent seats. Um, so I got to see Wicked twice. I've seen Kinky Boots and Something Rotten and... Uh, the the closing night for John Lisko in um, oh shoot I can never remember oh Dirty Rotten Scoundrels I always oh. want to call it a different a different show name and that was really awesome because um, uh, I had a friend with me and we tried to get the the online or the standing in line in person lottery ticket for it and we lost and then we went over the TKTS booth and the guy in front of us bought the last ticket. And then we oh. ran to do uh, a lottery for Spelling Bee, and that's at the other end of Broadway. And we lost that lottery, and that was that was just awful because we're thinking, okay. And we had already put in to win a different lottery, so we'd w- lost three lotteries and at the tick booth. And so we're thinking, it's Sunday night. There's nothing else hardly on. This is going to be a really funny story on how we finally saw Beauty and the Beast. So we're running down the road trying to get to the booth before it closes and it's curtain time thinking that we're going to see beauty and the beast. And they, they had just released the balcony tickets for dirty rotten scoundrels. And oh. it was awesome because we got, 
even better seats than being on the floor because I think that that first balcony is are those are the best seats in the house for me because oh. you're up high enough you can see the sound is good it they're just awesome and at the end of that show um John Lisko's family came out as the Greeks at the end and his replacement came out as well and then they had a little third act ceremony to to bid him farewell and all of these cast members from all kinds of shows, um, David Hyde Pierce and all kinds of other people were on stage congratulating him. So if you ever can go to a closing night, they typically have those on either a Sunday or a Monday because a lot of the Broadway houses are dark, meaning that there's no show that night. So if you are going to Broadway on a Sunday or a Monday, choose your shows um, by what's available and I always look at playbill.com to look at the schedule for the week, and then I'll verify it by going to the um, the ticketing site, whether it's um, Telecharge or Ticketmaster or something else, to verify that there's a show then. Um, well, this last summer when I saw Wicked for the second time, it was a Friday afternoon, and it wasn't really well advertised that they were doing a show on Friday afternoon. And so there were hardly any people at the lottery, so it was really easy to get a ticket and probably could have bought a full-price ticket, too, um, had I wanted to do that. So finding out when your shows are is really important. And I really don't plan – I don't buy my tickets beforehand because I don't have to see something. I know there's a lot of people right now that are really trying to see Hamilton. And Mm -hmm. it's in kind of a smallish house, and so there's not so many seats for it. and so that makes the tickets a little harder to get. If they were in a bigger house, it, it wouldn't be sold out as much as it is in the scalpers. It wouldn't be going nuts with $1,000 tickets and all that. But you can still right. see Hamilton for $10 because they have a $10 lottery because Hamilton's on the $10 bill. So there's 21 people at each show that are going to get a $10 seat. Wow. That's an And that's amazing, that, isn't it? And they've, yeah. they've just changed that lottery to a digital lottery. So you have to go to the website. Um, I always access my digital lotteries two ways. I go to playbill.com, go to the menu, and it'll say um, Broadway. In fact, I can pull that up right now. It'll say um, Broadway Rush Lottery and Inexpensive Tickets. And Standing Room. Oh, I've done Standing Room for Jersey Boys and for Sweeney Todd. That was fun at Sweeney Todd because if you're in Standing Room, you're in the back of the theater, but – it's for the entry, you know, people come in and out there. And if there's a celebrity attending a show, they typically will usher them personally into their seats right when the house lights are going down so it doesn't cause a, a big commotion. And I I got to actually, I, I brushed elbows with Nicole Kidman as she was going in. And huh. you can see lots of people, really interesting people when you're in um, standing room. I was in standing room for Spamalot, and I saw Senator John Glenn and his wife there and that was that was kind of fun so okay take a breath for breath for a second so let's just yeah okay so you can get full price tickets ahead of time you can you can you can get uh from a, a lottery which they it sounds like they kind of hold back some tickets well i'll tell you how i'll tell you how they do how how you can get each kinds of tickets. So you can get your okay, tickets ahead of time. That's full price. Or some of there are some discount sites too that you can get um just a little bit of a discount on your on your tickets. Um 
entertainment-link and Broadway Box. There's, there's a whole bunch of them. You can just do a Google, and most of them are legitimate. And then you can get your discount, and you know what you're going to, and you don't have to do the craziness that I do, which is make a grid of the shows that are available, and then I decide which ones I want to try to do it. So um, if there's a really hot show that sells out, they, Broadway's allowed to sell standing room tickets. Now, I do standing room in Europe all the time because you can buy those ahead, and they're, they're inexpensive. But in New York, they have a, a rule that you can't sell standing room until the house is all the way sold out. So there's a few, few shows that do that, and, and standing you do room stand is, for the whole show. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. You stand. Okay. And there's, there's usually a ledge that will come up, oh, probably about four and a half feet, and then the last row of the orchestra or the mezzanine, depending on where the standing room is, will be right in front of you. So I, I think, okay, I paid $20 for my Jersey Boy ticket, and the guy in front of me spent $120, and I hope it's a really comfortable seat. But they do not let you sit on the stairs. Um, so if you do standing room, and I'm getting a little bit too old to do standing room now because my feet start hurting after a while. Um, the best bet is to, right when the intermission starts, is to really go fast to um, the lounge by where the bathrooms are because there's almost always a little couch or chairs to sit in, and that gives you a little bit of a break. So that's that's how you do standing room. It's a, it's a great thing to do. I usually check the ticket sellers to see if there are any tickets left. That way I know whether I need to go to the box office to get the standing room tickets or not. And sometimes you have to go... If if there if it's not sold out when the box office opened, it might be sold out by you know two or three hours before the show, and that's one way. Um, another way that that I go is the TKTS booth, and that is um, in Duffy Square, and it's 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 big, and there's there's seats now that you can sit in. They have half price up to half price off, but it's off of the most expensive tickets. And so sometimes the tickets now on Broadway are going for $150, $160, so you're paying $70 or $80. And you can probably buy a balcony seat cheaper than that, but there's a lot of people that really like the TKTS booth. I like it if I can get a balcony seat off of it. It's kind of my last resort if I, if I don't get a digital lottery or a lottery or a standing room or a rush ticket, then well, um, I have, I'll go to the TKTS booth. I haven't been to a Broadway show, but uh, I I always do think that if you're in a theater with a balcony, especially if you can get in the first or second row, I think those really mm-hmm. are the best seats. I mean, it's just so much easier to see, and I think you get more of the whole feeling of the whole production than you do down on the floor. And TKTS in Broadway uh, in New York sells same day tickets, but if you there's a uh, one down by in the south part of Manhattan, they'll do the matinees the day before. Um, so, because it takes you so long to get back up up to, up to the theater district. Um, in London, however, the TKTS booth will sell you half off of of the balcony seats or whatever, and you can buy ahead there at full price. And so that's something worth looking for if you're going to the West End. That's where I get most of my tickets there. My favorite way to get tickets are called rush tickets, and those in in London, they're called day tickets. And these are oftentimes partial views. So, again, you're probably going to be in the first row or you're going to be on the edge just a little bit. And I really haven't had a bad um, partial view 
ticket um, ever. Well, one time for Chicago, I had a, I had a pole kind of in the way. Um, but these tickets are twenty five to forty dollars, and you go when the house opens, and they'll say how many they have. It's it could be anywhere from five to thirty. Um, there was one show that I went to, um, Honeymoon in Vegas, that I think everybody in line got a Rush ticket. So they were just taking their unsold orchestra tickets and giving them to people at Rush prices. Um, some places you have to have a student ID to get a Rush ticket. Others are for everybody. So I always check Playbill to see what the regulations are, or I go to the show's website to see if they have them. I really wanted to see American in Paris and they they say that they've got general rush, but they don't have it for every day, and I wasn't able to get that. I'm thrilled now I'm looking at the website. They now have an online lottery for that show, so maybe next time when I go, I'll do that one. So, so, so far, we've got – you can buy your tickets ahead full price. You can buy them from a discounter. You can go to TKTS. You can do the rush – student rush or regular rush, and that's at the box office opening. Now, some really hot shows, you want to get there half an hour, hour, two hours beforehand, and you meet the most interesting people in line because if they only have 20 seats, you can kind of count, and if it looks like you're number 50, you're probably not going to get a ticket, and you can go try someplace else. Now, the thing that's kind of cool and it's a little bit of a gamble, is the lottery system. And people think, oh, do you buy a lottery ticket? No, the lotteries are free, and they're doing two kinds. They have the kind in-person, and they have the digital ones. Let's talk about the in-person one first, because that's the old way, and it looks like they're kind of, it's kind of going the way of the dodo bird right now by looking. There's only about four or five shows that have that right now. Um, Wicked is one. They have both digital and online. And um, what was the other one? Book of Mormon still has a has a um, in-person lottery, and there's a few more. What you do here is you go um, two and a half hours to two hours before curtain time. You put your name in, and you say that you want one ticket or two tickets. And if you go by yourself, say that you want two, and then go find somebody else by their, themselves and say you want two. Then if either one of you wins, then you, you get to go. And then at two hours before the show, they pull out the names of how many, how, however many tickets they have, it's usually around 20, 21, 25, sometimes 30, sometimes only 15. It depends on the house. And those people will get to, to go to the show, and like for Wicked, it's the front row seats. Lots of times you have to pay cash, and you have to have your ID with you. Now, I have had, I've taken lots of friends with me to try to win lotteries. We, we were trying to get Hedwig and the Angry Inch, and we lost every single evening. But it was an event just to go there. And then we'd get in the standing room line, and we'd lose every single evening. But one day, Neil Patrick Harris came by and, again, brushed elbows with us and talked, talked to us a little bit on the way in and said, ooh, I hope you're getting lucky tonight. <laughs> and we're like, ooh, I don't care if I see the show. I just saw Neil Patrick Harris going into the, going into the house. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> So lotteries are um, later. So I always try to go with the box office opening to try to get a, a rush ticket. Then I don't have to worry about what I'm going to. Now, what they have that's new is called a digital lottery or an online lottery. And this is done a couple of different ways. There's an app um, and, a, and a company called Today Tix, T-I-X, and they are a concierge service. So they're, they're getting some tickets that are unsold, and they'll sell it to you on your phone app at a discount for 
a week ahead or that day. You can't plan farther ahead than that. And what they do is they bring the tickets to the theater, and they have shirts on. They're legitimate. Uh, we've, I've used them before. And they have both um, lottery tickets, and then you can also buy them at a discount. It's a really great way to get um, tickets if you want to plan ahead a little bit, and their prices are really good. So anyway, you enter in the morning, and then they send you an email if you win. And there's another way to do an online lottery, not through today's ticks, but there are um, the shows that have an online lottery. Like I won Lion King online. The Disney shows are starting to do this. So you can see the Disney shows for, oh gosh, $35 or so, Aladdin. And, um, And I was in, for Lion King, I was in the back row of the, of the orchestra and it was really cool because I was kind of towards the edge and that's where all the animals were coming in. So that was really, really a fun, a fun show. So there's probably 20 shows that are doing an online lottery now. So and those that's, are directly, that's a really cool thing. And those are directly from Pardon? the show's website and those are directly from the show's website then? Some of, some of them are. Some of them are on today's ticks, and some of them use a little brokered service, like they have their theater company is owned by somebody, and so like the the um, Nederlander will have all of theirs clumped together. And I had won a Danes at Sea lottery while I was at the Lion King, so that was cool. But they didn't give away to respond that that I I wasn't sure I wanted my tickets because I really went to New York to see um, George Takei in um, Allegiance. Mm-hmm. And I kept losing that lottery. And so I knew I was going to see Dames at Sea, but I went over to Allegiance and I, I came in and I said, so what do you have in the cheap seats? And he says, how cheap are you talking about? And I said, cheap as in I lost the lottery cheap. And he gave me a, or I, actually it was a balcony seat that was for the same price as the lottery. Um, I don't think it was a special deal. It was just that was the price of the ticket. So then I went over to Danes and C and said, nope, sorry, don't need those tickets. You can give them to somebody else. And so I hope somebody else enjoyed that show. But there's there's just really um, awesome ways that you can save money because so many people spend a lot of money in New York seeing shows. But if you have your heart set, like I still haven't seen Hedwig and the Angry Inch, and I just this last year saw The Lion King. It wasn't one of my priorities, but I thought, I I don't really want to spend $100 to see um, a show when I could spend $100 and see three shows. Mm -hmm. There's also, um, you can check on the Playbill site and also on Broadway for Broke People, they tell you how which shows have um, kind of inexpensive um, seats maybe in the back of the theater or in the balcony. And so sometimes you can just get a regular seat for $25. And I've done that before. Um, that's how I saw Rocky the Musical. I had lost a lottery someplace else and I went over and I asked if there were any balcony seats left and I was right in the front row. And that was a stunning place to be because they turned the whole theater into a boxing ring for the last act and it was really cool to see how they did that from up above so i guess that's my my tips and tricks besides don't drive in new york and i do drive in new york sometimes but <laughs> that's not a really good idea because the parking is going to kill you unless you're staying unless you're in a residential area okay well do, i got a, i got things. a couple i got a couple follow-up questions okay sure so, well, what do you wear when you go to shows? I think lots of people who've never been kind of are picturing, you know, the fancy people you see at the Tony Awards. Oh. What do you actually no. wear? No. 
It's not red carpet at all. In fact, if you're in New York and you just have on black, you're going to blend in because that's kind of what they wear. Um, personally, I don't wear jeans when I go to the theater, but there are some people who are tourists who do wear jeans. Um, it, Matt and you might be able to get away with it. And, and people in New York know, hey, there's people visiting. They probably didn't realize they are going to go to show. It's okay. But um, I don't wear, uh, like, a fancy dress and heels. There are some people that do, and they'll be comfortable in that. I'm usually in, in a pair of black flats, black pants, and a top that may or may not have some bling on it um, because I'm doing other things. Sometimes I'm in New York to work, and I need to have work clothes on. Um, when I go to the opera, I dress it up. Oh, the Metropolitan Opera also has a $25 rush, maybe $30. I think it's 25 And I just saw an opera. Um, I went to Indiana with Lawrence Brownlee, who's a stunning tenor. And so when I'm in New York, I try to see him on stage. And their rush is, is online. And you have to click your button fast right when it opens. On the weekend, there's only 25 tickets. But during the week, there's 100. And so you have to try to... That's a rush, but it's online. You don't have to go. You used to have to go wait in their parking ramp. Um, they had a waiting room in there. It was kind of funny to go to the Metropolitan Opera and you're waiting in their parking ramp to get your, your rush tickets. But um, that that's kind of that. So, yeah, the opera, you're going to be a little bit more, more dressed up. Um, if people would just wear – you don't have to be red carpet – I'd say business casual would be okay. Okay. Uh, most of these theaters... And, oh, been, the other oh. thing is, is you can't really take bags in. Hardly any of the houses have a place for coat check or um, bags, and they, they will check your bags going in. So you have to open everything up. And I usually take knitting with me, especially if I'm standing in line for tickets. I, I knit while I'm standing in line. And um, I always try, and you can't take food in with you either. So if I, if I have any food in my bag or knitting, I try to push it down to the bottom so it's not not <laughs> in the way. Um, usually they're okay with the knitting, but you really can't take your sandwich in with you. And um, most of the houses don't allow food in. A few of them do nowadays. Um, in the West End, they serve you ice cream during um, intermission. Oh, you have to pay for it, but you get a little ice cream during intermission. That's kind of fun. Um, but wearing, you just make sure that you're clean and uh, nice nice clothes. I mean, I don't wear jeans, but there are people that, that have jeans on. And you're going to see people that are very dressed up as well, but not red carpet dressed up. No tuxedos, oh. no, none of that. Okay. So uh, do, they shows normally have an, an intermission. What do you normally do during the intermission? You run to go to the bathroom. Because if you don't run and you're a lady, you're probably not going to get in because these are old theaters and they don't have a lot of bathrooms. <laughs> so that's what you do. Or sometimes um, I just sit and I chat to the people around me because most of the time I go to Broadway by myself. And you meet the most interesting people when when you're there. Lots of them are tourists from other countries. There's um, people that are in theater. There's other musicians and Sometimes I know somebody that's in the show or, in, or I know somebody that's in the pit and I will go, if it's, if it's somebody in the pit, I'll go down and I'll hang over the edge and I'll talk to them while they're in the, 
well, they have their break, and that, that's kind of fun. Oh, and then something else to do that's really fun is afterwards is you find where the stage door is, and you take your playbill, and you wait, and you can get autographs. And lots of, the, lots of the stars are really nice, and they'll chat to you. Sometimes they have really strict rules, like you can't give them a pen. They have to use their own pen. And um, they have, you know, the guards are up. There's a rail that you have to be there. So, um, And you can take pictures. Most of the time, it's very rare that they say no pictures. I've had that happen once, but that's kind of a fun thing to do, too, if, if you like um, to see shows. Sometimes it's really nice to just walk down the theater district, and you can see when shows are going out. You can just look at um, the other stars that are coming out and the going-to-be-a-star-soon people that are coming out. That's really, that's really fun. So... Uh... What kind of the or what are the kind of normal times for for Broadway plays? Okay, now plays sometimes have a little shorter running time, and on on the website for the show, it'll tell you what the running time is. So sometimes you could be in a show that's only an hour, and usually that would be a no intermission one. And I usually kind of bank in two hours for a show. Some of them will run as long as three. And some of the big musicals will be a little bit more than three hours. So there was one day that I went to three. I, I've done it twice. I've gone to three shows in one day, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and one in the evening. And then another time I went to an afternoon, and then there was a little short play, like at 5 o'clock, and then I went to another one in the evening. So do and a that's lot of craziness. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you. That is, that's sort of you. <laughs> Yeah, it is sort of me. <laughs> so, uh, and I've also gone to shows immediately upon getting off of an airplane, too, both in New York and in London in the West End, and that's a little bit of craziness as well. You have to find somebody you know to take your bag. <laughs> <laughs> so if uh, so, did most of the shows have, like, morning and afternoon and evening performances then? Or is that no. Just some um, the only ones that are morning will be ones that are designed kind of for kids, or sometimes in the West End you'll get something, or it might be a preview. Most of them, ooh, there's also a little backstage tour of Wicked that's on Saturday morning that's fun to do. Um, most of the shows are going to run an, a matinee on uh, Saturday and Wednesday, sometimes Sunday, not very often then. And then they'll have evening shows usually on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Some shows are a little bit different. So I try to find out what shows are open on Monday, and I'll target to go to those on Monday. Occasionally in the summer, you'll get a matinee on a Thursday or Friday. Like I said, I saw Wicked on a, on a Friday. I also saw Cinderella on a Thursday matinee. So that's a special thing because they're trying to – let people go to more shows, and it helps them sell out. So if they take their Wednesday matinee away and move it over to Thursday or Friday, it's, it's good. Most Broadway contracts for the performers say that they do eight performances a week. So typically you're going to have somewhere between five and eight performances. Um, occasionally a theater will be closed for a private party for something else, or it might be for that show, and then that, that knocks the schedule out. Also, the adjusted show schedule for um, 4th of July, Thanksgiving, Christmas week, and New Year's week. And so you're going to have, like, no shows on the holiday day, but they'll, they'll put an extra one someplace else. 
And oftentimes it's that extra one that's really easy to get a lottery ticket or a or a rush ticket for because some people don't realize that the schedule's been changed. So typically, you know, you're going to have eight chances in a week if you're in New York to go see a show, a particular show. Well, we are actually just over time, so Ooh. I want to. I you know time goes quick with these. Um, people always say, "How are you going to fill that time?" But it it goes fast. So I'd like you. No thank problem. You, I'd like to thank you very much for coming on today, Pam. I think that was a lot of good information, and hopefully you'll inspire some people to go to Broadway, and maybe I'll get to see Beautiful before Paul leaves. That would be cool. But and they're going on tour too. So don't 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 discount your local theater because the national tour companies are actually pretty good. They're um, doing uh, Hamilton is coming to Des Moines in in 2017. I saw that. So. I might have to come back to Iowa to visit. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, if you go, I'll I'll have to get a ticket and go with you. That would be cool. We have fun Great. when we do things together. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, thank you again for being on and thank you everybody else for listening to this episode of Travel Times on Trundle Bed Tales. And remember to brighten the corner where you are. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.